This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Since retiring, I often hear the question, what do you do? I never know how to respond. Easy to answer that question when one is working at a job. I teach. I'm a lawyer. I drive a truck. I farm, etc. But when one retires, then it's not so easy. If you answer honestly, it's impossible to give a short answer. The answer can be long, and that is out of fashion. We're used to sound bites. You can't just say, I'm retired. That doesn't really answer the question as to what you really do. It's just too nebulous. It says that you have reached a stage in your life where you do not hold a job, but it leaves unanswered what you do with your time, with your life. I know some people who say they don't know what they would do if they were retired. My experience tells me that you will, or can be, very busy. Busy, but busy doing exactly what you want to do. Let me describe a pretty normal day in our lives. Seven mornings of the week start with Tai Chi and then shooting a few baskets. What a fun way to start each day. Not a lot of time, but important to the rest of the day. This is followed by 20 to 30 minutes of reading a novel or book of some kind. Thus the body and mind are off to a good start. Then comes two hours of classical guitar and then one to one and a half hours of exercise. Those are my mornings during the week. Brenda's consists of an hour and a half of painting in her studio and then joining me for exercise in one form or another. Three of the mornings, it's biking. Whenever the wind blows really, really strong, we like to walk by the water and feel the excitement of waves crashing into the shore, water spraying high and wide, tasting the salt on our lips, and watching shorebirds battle the wind and read the drafts. It is exercise for the heart in more ways than one. Two mornings of the week we lift weights. If it's raining hard, we may row two of the days on a Concept 2 rowing machine. A short rest always follows lunch. I like to think of it as a nap, but in most cases it is just 20 minutes of being lazy, letting the body catch a breath and the mind sort of wander. This is valuable time. I'm sure all who take afternoon naps know exactly what I'm talking about. A few afternoons a week, I spend at least two hours working on creating these podcasts, sometimes another hour or two follow in the evening. I like to think of this as my community project for the year, the community in this case being people who are retired or on the verge. This past week, I spent about 20 hours recording and trying to figure out related technological stuff. But the high point of every afternoon has to be our time in a local coffee shop. We try to spend at least one hour sitting in one and enjoying a great cup of coffee, talking to friends, Brenda doing her crossword, me reading a magazine, or, as I'm doing right now, writing a podcast episode. There is something about a coffee shop that is so civil. People sipping a carefully crafted drink, open to discussion, lost in reading, writing on a laptop. We love the coffee shop part of our day. We rarely miss it. And what of the evenings? This was Halloween week. We were in Vancouver and went to some friend's house. I went trick-or-treating with their kids and mother. It was great to walk around on a crisp, 
clear fall night with all that young excitement, and the salmon dinner and conversation that followed didn't hurt either. A play at a local repertoire company took up another evening, a play written, incidentally, by one of our baristas. What fun! It was made special when five other baristas, whom we know by name, walked in and sat in the row right in front of us. A great evening. The following night was dinner at some friend's house, where we indulged in spicy Moroccan lamb stew served over couscous, accompanied by cucumber and yogurt salad topped by a chocolate pudding to die for. Two bottles of wine accompanied the dinner. We all shared the delight that comes from eating new dishes, a crackling fire, and conversation. Yes, conversation. Sort of a lost art. The following day found us with similar dinner at our house with other friends. Brenda's a gourmet chef, and we lingered around a table of some sort of pasta dish accented with sausage and chicken and some sort of sauce. This was in our pre-vegetarian days. Our friend's 11-year-old daughter Sarah made a lemon meringue pie for the occasion, and we loved the tart flavor and gallant success. This week drew to an end on Sunday which saw us spending the morning with a newspaper, phone conversations with our children, a bike ride, and then our drive into the city to start a new week. Here we squeezed in some pizza and beer at our favorite brew pub and a movie on DVD. Retired life is busy. Busy in a good way. I suppose I've left out some things, like a few hours in the garden, a visit to the doctor, and cleaning the house and doing the laundry. Retirement is a time for self-direction and self-affirmation. You can do as you wish. All it takes is a little thought and self-control. We might all benefit from taking a good look at how we spend our time. We might find some surprises. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.